You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Hello and welcome back to this week's Weekly Wrap-Up here on Sprott Money News. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford, and on the line today we have our chairman, Mr. Eric Sprott. Good morning, Eric. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, good morning, Jeff. I'm well. How is everything here? Everything looks to be okay. Looks to be okay. So, first, let's talk about the economy. So, we have the Atlanta Fed talking about uh, an increase in GDP by 1%. So, what are your thoughts in terms of what's happening with the economy right now, Eric? Well, for your listeners, same old story. You know, there's just no spark to this economy. The Atlanta Fed has been about the most accurate in terms of following the day-to-day releases and seeing where things are going. And they just released a data point yesterday suggesting that their data input suggests a 1% growth in third quarter GDP. That's with a couple of months of data yet to come. And I suspect that that data will be weaker than we might have otherwise anticipated. So yet again, you know, we start the year at three and a half and we'll probably end the year at zero for about the fourth year running. Plus, we have these consumer sentiment indices all kind of hitting new lows here, whether it's a Bloomberg Comfort Index, the Gallup polls, Consumer Confidence Index from the University of Michigan. People seem to be giving up hope that there's really anything going on. Of course, you read about all these job layoffs. We saw that Challenger and Gray suggested that job losses last month were, might have been 106, but it was way up over the previous year. You know, the trend continues and we keep seeing layoffs. And of course, we're going to continue to see layoffs in the oil industry because the price is right back to its low. The whole resources industry might get a bit of a shock here as most base metals and for that matter, precious metals have declined and some some people will be shutting down here. So the outlook going forward is, is not good in terms of the economy, which is, of course, exactly what we would expect because the QE doesn't work, has never worked. The minute you stop, everything softens off. Of course, there's no asset price appreciation anymore with most of the indices flat on the year. So there's no wealth effect even going on these days. And in fact, I think the U.S. market's been down something like 10 of the last 11 days. And I think the last five days in a row has been down. So... Things are not looking so robust, not only in the economy, but also in the stock market. So, Eric, let's broaden out to the global economy now. So what we've been seeing a lot lately is a lot of debt in foreign currencies and even increasing global debt, particularly in emerging economies. So what are your thoughts in terms of what we're seeing there as well? Well, you know, there's been a lot of articles about problems in South America, certainly the problem in China. These are economic problems, by the way various countries in Europe, the leverage of countries in terms of too much debt versus GDP, the fact that Brazil might be going into a depression, that Chile and Peru are kind of weakening off here. And of course, the problem is the currencies have been incredibly weak. I think the Chilean peso has fallen by something like 31% this year, even the Canadian dollar has fallen like something like 14% this year. So you have all these economies where the currencies are going down. The economic growth is going down. Of course, then inflation, as the currency goes down, inflation naturally goes up because if you're a big importer of foreign goods denominated in U.S. dollars, cost of everything goes up. So there's a huge undercurrent of economic weakness in the emerging markets. There's a lot of discussion about you know plenty of weakness in Europe. We just talked about the weakness, minimal growth in the U.S., uh, Japan can't seem to put it together. I think the last time I saw their retail sales are down something like 2 or 3% year over year. So in China, of course, is a whole other story. We really don't know what's going on over there in the sense that we know there's a big, big slowdown going on in manufacturing. Uh, the market is still very, very vulnerable to crashing. It's had a huge correction here. 
I think there's become much more distrust about the uh, these growth rates that China suggests they're having, and lots of people are questioning whether there's truly any growth there. So, uh, on a worldwide basis, and of course we get the IMF and the BIS and all these various agencies downgrading world growth. So it, it just seems very commonplace here, and uh, you know it's tough to reverse that slide when you're already at zero interest rates. And we've seen the impact of that everywhere on a positive note, but now there's there's nothing left to give. So it may be very difficult to pull out of this economic worldwide decline that we're experiencing at the present time. So moving over to precious metals, Eric, we can see gold prices finally climbed this morning, pulling away from its five and a half year low ahead of the release of U.S. non-farm payrolls report, which is due later in the day. But there's still this physical tightness in the market with gold and silver. You can see demand is exploding. We have some backwardation in London. What are your thoughts in terms of what's happening in precious metals there? Well, I think the interesting thing is to watch the COMEX, and I think there's something like 22 tons of gold that's supposed to be delivered against the August contract. There's something like 19 tons in the registered category. So we have more demand for gold based on the first notices than we have supply. We, of course, read about the U.S. Mint selling 469% more gold in the month of July than they did last year. Uh, we see the demand in Shanghai is incredibly strong. I just read that India's imports in July were up something like 35%. And of course, we're talking about countries that already import a lot of gold. So between China and India, and I recently read that people in like it's South Korea buying gold. I mean, there's a lot of gold buying going on. You kind of hear it from the various parties who sell gold, including, of course, Sprott Money and other coin dealers who've seen a, a huge increase in demand here. So we we have this situation where, of course, the paper markets are down, the physical market's strong, but it's it's encouraging to see that the first notices for demand on COMEX are above the supply. So. It's not the first time we've seen this. Somehow, miraculously, they seem to come up with the gold. But there's no doubt that there's a tightness there. We see the big decline in the GLD, which I think the dealers buy the paper to convert it to the gold in order to meet that excess demand. Uh, but there's a limit to that, too. So um, I think everything from a supply-demand point of view is good. We see production in silver going down. We see production in gold going down. And yet the demand is increasing with all these mints, basically, including the Canadian mint, the Perth mint, the U.S. mint, for all intents and purposes on allocation here. So I, I think we're looking pretty good on the physical side. One can tell what happens to these paper markets because, you know, at a minute, somebody can bomb them. But as uh, long as uh, people stand in there and demand the gold and or as long as the world's demand is well above the physical supply, somebody has to keep supplying that gold, which would imply uh, governments. And I swear the day will come when they'll look in the cupboard and say, well, you know, it's pretty well over here. So that uh, the rigging of the markets will end. So we have that to look forward to. Excellent, Derek. Always good to end on some hopeful words. In that regard, Eric, as usual, we always like to hear your insight here on the weekly wrap-up, and we look forward to speaking to you in the weeks to come. Okay, Jeff. Let's hope for a better week. Thanks. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. This is Jeff Rutherford for the weekly wrap-up here on Sprott Money News. Have a great weekend. 